Oh man, this time to get your thinking cap on, oh, get your I'm mind so right, uh, and look at the news through the lens of a professional news producer, a real pro, not yep. a couple of rednecks like us from Missouri, nope. like a legitimate news person, somebody that's been on the other side of the cameras at, at Fox News, Newsmax, Major League Baseball. Yep. Um, uh, the Absolute Truth with Emerald the Robinson. The current producer of The Absolute mm-hmm. Truth. And uh, she speaks fluent sarcasm. She does. As well, right now, she's peaking in her career by being a guest on the Flyer Conservative <laughs> Podcast, Brianna Morello. <laughs> Yay! Another fabulous introduction. Thank you so much, David and Stacey. Pleasure to be with you. Oh, you've, welcome. You've just done too much. If you had like one more accomplishment in your life, we wouldn't be able to have you on the show because there wouldn't be time for you to talk. It would all be the credits be yeah. rolling. Sorry, we didn't have time for Brianna to talk today. We, uh, her time was filled with her bio and her accomplishments. Well, we're almost there once once we get started with our with our other project that we're we're working on. So that's right. Uh, we do got that one. big that stuff going true. on. We haven't even gotten the, the deal that you're like a part time dog whisperer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, you just you've got a lot of things going you on, do. but each week you wear we break hats. each week we break down your 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 Twitter feed and kind of give people this idea of okay, uh, behind the scenes. I love when I watch a a movie kind of behind the scenes. Like, what were they thinking when they did that? Interviews mm-hmm. with the producers. That's kind of fun. Like, what was you know behind the scenes stuff? And that's kind of what we get to do with your Twitter feed each week. And your you've got uh, what what are we up to now? A hundred and. 132,000. You have 132,000 people Holy just sitting there, smoly. just sitting there every day, just waiting for you to say something. <laughs> just like, when is she going to speak again? The Oracle of Twitter, uh, breaking it down. And yeah, this get- was a huge week, by the way. I'm really excited about going through your tweets. This was a big week, and I can't wait to get your feedback on uh, what you feel is going on in the country. And uh, it, it was huge. Obviously, big things with Joe Biden, which we'll go through. But if you are new to this show, go to briannamorello.com, B-R-E-A-N-N-A-M-O-R-E-L-L-O.com, and that'll take you directly to her Twitter. Are, are you ready for the first one? The one thing I would change yes. about her, we'd change her name to like, I don't know. <laughs> B? Yeah, just like, just take me like B. Just, just, just that's it. Just B. Just the letter B. <laughs> I mean, celebrities always change their name. Recommendations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's like most celebrities. She's like she's like jet set. She's like I'm leaving New York. I'm going to Florida. You know, she's True. like a lot of you know famous people. So she could be like the the artist formerly known as Brianna Morello. Yep. And it's just like a, it's like the Hebrew word for B or something. Yeah. It's like a symbol. Yeah. It's like Prince. We could, we could create a logo for you. It just be one symbol. It's like this, like you know, Hebrew. It's like oh, that's Hebrew for B. Yeah. The letter B. All right. Taking recommendations. There you go. Yes. All right. So we'll start right. here at the top. Um, Senator Diane Feinstein, the seeds are power of a attorney to her daughter, um, all while refusing to give up her Senate seat uh, last week. Feinstein didn't even know how to vote. Um, if we were not, uh, if we're not for her staffers earlier this year, Feinstein pulled, uh, pulled up to the Senate <laughs> term limits. Uh, oh my it, 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 it's crazy. I saw a funny meme this, this last week and it showed like uh, some people around a, a bed and it was a really old, old guy, you know, white hair and he's sitting there and they're like, they've not decided whether they should pull the plug or if he should run for Senate. And <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, it's kind of, uh, kind of not, not even a joke. It's true uh, about our so world. Sad. Yeah. It's so crazy. Cause I mean, it's true. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just at a loss for words completely. Like Senator Feinstein, I, I, even though she's a Democrat and I disagree with her politically, um, her prime to me was that moment where those kids, those climate change protesters, the children came into her office and tried lecturing her yeah. about climate mm-hmm. change. And what are you going to do about it? And she told them, I've been a senator for years. Kids, shut up. 
Like, that was, like, her prime, <laughs> and I love her for that. Um, but at this point, she's got to give it up. It's just – it's so sad to see her being wheeled in a wheelchair. Obviously, there's something going on with her face. Um, we don't mm-hmm. know. They're, they're not really telling us what's going on with her. It looks like she might have had a stroke at some point, um, although they are saying it was other things. We don't, we don't really know what's going on with her. Um, but – Here's the problem, right? So we're all like kind of – and I totally understand we're all getting up on Feinstein and telling her that she needs to resign or step down or find someone to replace her. Um, but then you have other people who are not in good health who still continue to hold their positions. Sure. And they are all men. So I do feel bad getting up on her. She is 90 years old. Um, but uh, I, I want to call shot for a shot and say that they all should uh, be pulled out of office like Mitch McConnell, Joe Biden. Uh, let's make it a bipartisan effort to get these people out of there and into a nursing home. Totally. Agree. I, I do think there should be term limits and that would be naturally created if they just said, hey, you can keep going, but you're not going to get paid. Uh, you know, or receive any benefits mm-hmm. from it or something like that and yep. to see who really loves the country and wants to serve. Um, that's the thing. But, uh, uh, you know, a big part of this is most things are based on merit. There's a meritocracy in a mm-hmm. lot of situations. Um, Brett Favre eventually had to leave football. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom yep. Brady eventually had to leave football. You know, uh, uh, Peyton Manning eventually had mm-hmm. to leave football. It's not like, well, we really like him. So he's 62 years old. He's right. still going to be the quarterback of the, of the Broncos. No. You can't do your job. If you can't do the job mm-hmm. at a high level – then you make yep. room for someone who can. And that happens in most situations. So I don't think it should be based on a number. Mm-hmm. It should be based on competency and, and performance. Well, Tom Brady's and, much older than most other people. Yeah, it's like, hey, if you can still perform yep. in, in public service and do something, you know, it's great. Like, you know, Trump versus Biden, they're obviously in different levels mentally. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there should be, it should be a merit-based mm-hmm. situation. Obviously, president has term limits mm-hmm. and uh, uh, these other positions should as well. I agree. If you want to wait till you're 90 and run for the first time, do it. I mean, I don't care about the number. I care about your competency. Mm-hmm. Can you even play Connect Four at this point? And, right. And that should be the standard. True. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but they hide it from us. They don't want to tell you what their what their current medical conditions are. I mean, Joe Biden mm-hmm. still hasn't hasn't been officially diagnosed with dementia, and we clearly know that there's something going on there. So. Right. It's true. It's just can't trust them sometimes. Yep. All right. So you retweeted from Name Redacted. It said, uh, number one, why has Meta hired more than 160 individuals from the U.S. intelligence community since 2018? Is the Global Engagement Center directly providing funding to Meta? Is this a modern-day version of Operation Mockingbird? So it has CIA 14, FBI 26, NSA 16, DHS 29, State Department 32, DOD 49. So what's your thought on this? Yeah. So the person who runs this account, it's an anonymous Twitter account, but he's been doing a lot of great work just digging through like publicly available information that most journalists are just too lazy to to go about scoping through. And he's finding out that all of these people who once worked in the Intel communities are now working in big tech, but they're working in departments where they're controlling content and they're censoring Americans. Um, and we know this from Twitter, for an example, where there's a C- there's a former CIA official who now runs the election integrity section or was running. No, I'm sorry. It was Facebook was running the election integrity side of Facebook. And mm-hmm. so his last name is Berman, I believe. And so he kind of goes in depth and like and pulls out all this information that's readily available to anyone and he pieces it together for people. So it helps out like the Judiciary Committee, uh, the House Judiciary Committee and all these other people to kind of piece together these this puzzle because it takes hours to do. He's sure. listening to tons of audio and whatnot. But um, it's deeply concerning that all these Intel members are ending up in big tech and ending up in critical departments. Mm-hmm. But the most alarming part in all of this is like we don't really know – who else is working for big tech? 
and what access they're having to your direct messages or any of your private messaging uh, services that you hold. Mm-hmm. So um, that to me is questionable. I haven't yet seen any member in Congress grill any of these platforms on the level of access that they've given the federal government. Um, we know that they've given them a lot of access in censoring Americans, but we don't know if they voluntarily have handed over people's communications. And although Twitter has like says that they're now doing some type of encrypting services on their direct messages, um, the damage has already been done. So it's a matter of just figuring out how much the Intel community has been able to kind of go through your personal information without you even knowing it, without mm-hmm. even a warrant at that point. Wow, that's scary. And this stuff goes back yeah. to even even like just uh, our communication devices, our phone calls, um, mm-hmm. our text messaging. Uh, yeah. We knew it with with the stuff that that uh, whether you like him or not, that, that Snowden released. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. been more than ten years ago. I don't know how long all that went down, but that that was like he was blowing the whistle on stuff going back to Bush. Mm-hmm. You know, um, of of like the the amount of spying that is allowed on us. Mm-hmm. is yeah. is it would shock i mean we, there, there's, there's there's no there's no privacy Mm-mm. you know anymore and th- and there's nothing more invasive than social right. media you know it's even true. more than your phones so yeah. you had a tweet yeah. about devin archer's testimony this was interesting it must have been devastating for democrats that's why a single source is leaking to cnn and downplaying his testimony i want to play the cnn clip because this is interesting if, if you guys haven't seen it check this out So Goldman sort of explaining that Archer qualified uh, the, the topics of discussion on these phone calls as niceties that Biden sometimes didn't even know who was um, in, on the other line with his son Hunter. And, you know, sources in the room telling CNN now that Archer did not point the finger directly at any sort of a connection between Joe Biden and his son's foreign business dealings and rather, you know, um, said that he was that Hunter Biden was selling the illusion of said access. Horace. Really a stunning development, Zach, when you consider that Republicans were selling this as as a breakthrough that would link Hunter's business dealings with his father. Instead, business was apparently never discussed, according to Devin Archer. Zach Cohen, thanks so much for the reporting. So that's interesting, Brianna, because you also another tweet that said, who's working harder to bury the evidence that Joe Biden's uh, committed bribery and treason, the corporate media or the intel community? So talk about that. Yeah. So in the news industry, and I think most of your audience probably well aware, you don't go with a single source on a story because usually that source has some type of bias that they're leaking. We know CNN and the Wall Street Journal, I mean, sorry, the, the Washington Post, the New York Times, they've all kind of worked for, for the Intel community, right? So they leak certain information to these media outlets and then they run it. Sure. And there's very little fact checking involved. So what you just saw there is you saw that CNN reporter cite one single source who was in the room. We now know that that single source that he was citing was Congressman, New York Congressman Dan Goldman. Uh, he is a corrupt congressman. He literally bought his way into the house by putting $4 million of his own money because he's from the, um, uh, he, he's a, he's a Harris of the Levi family, uh, jeans, the jean company. And so he put $4 million of his own personal money into his campaign and was pretty much mm. able to purchase a seat. And then if you look at his stock portfolios, his stock report portfolio is a clear reflection on his committee assignments, right? So we know that that $4 million is an investment, which is now paying off. So when it comes to corruption, he's quick to cover for these people because he himself is in on it too. And it's very, very clear. So now what we saw him do is we saw, because he openly admitted that he was there, right? He tweeted mm-hmm. right after the, the hearings saying that he was there and he was the only one who, who stayed away because it was so boring. There was nothing coming out from it, is what he said. Um, but 
we know that he gave this information to the CNN Inc. or reporter and verbatim this reporter went on air with it as if it was nothing happened. Now, the illusion part, which he cites in his reporting, is quite interesting because that actually, when you read the transcript, because it didn't come out the exact same day, it came out a couple of hours later, I think like 24 hours after everything blew over. Uh, the illusion part was actually words that were used by Goldman and not Archer. So he, in fact, was quoting himself <laughs> for trying to pin that quote on Archer. So oh none gosh. of it makes any sense. It's a false report, and CNN yet hasn't, um, you know, retracted it after we all wow. see the transcripts. Yeah, you could kind of, you could kind of tell when I don't know. It just didn't sound right, even when the reporter was no. was bringing the news. I was like, he's either confused or he's trying to cover something. It was interesting. I just thought that was yeah. fascinating. Yeah, you had some, it's not you had journalism. Some, no, it, it, there's a big difference between the left and the right. One is um, they were spying on President Trump in Trump Tower and began impeachment proceedings the day that he took off uh, office and was sworn in, if not mm-hmm. slightly beforehand. Um, yep. None of that is speculation at this point. The the Republicans still can't seem to get on the same page on doing something about Joe Biden. You tweeted about this week. You said Joe Biden still has not been impeached in the House. Um what what is uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy waiting on Obama's approval? That's a good I think question. that's actually a very sincere question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it seems like they've got to get the green light before they make a move on Joe. Because uh, I mean, at this point, I mean, people keep saying on on the left, there's no smoking gun. I mean, what else more do you need? You have witnesses who say that he was on the phone calls that he was that he was put on speakers so everyone in the room heard him. Uh, we allegedly have some type of recordings which involve Joe and Hunter. Uh, we have the money trail which links him. Um, but we can't go after his his finances, though, right? We haven't been able to conduct interviews like the IRS whistleblowers admitted. We haven't been able to see his financial statements directly. Um, I think it was uh, Congressman uh, Cuomo who was the one who said that he probably has some off – Joe Biden probably has some offshore accounts where he's been laundering this money into. And so it would be hard to link. But you have to go through all of this, right? We know what he's doing. We, ha- mm-hmm. we, we even have him admitting that he – was the one who fired a Ukrainian prosecutor, and it's all lined up for you perfectly. Um, everything's everything's for the record, but everyone's sitting there saying, "Oh, we we have to wait for the smoking gun." The smoking gun has already gone off. It's whether mm-hmm. or not Republicans want to respond to it. And it yep. looks like no, there are some that do, but it's a handful, it's a limited amount. Listen, if I could, I'd impeach Joe Biden every day of the week because at this point, we know it's to get impeached in the House. Right. If all mm-hmm. Republicans stick together, we know it might not stick in the Senate, but let's do what they did to Joe. Why are we sitting here trying to play footsie with these people when they didn't do that with us when it, when, when Donald Trump was in the White House? Right. You have to get as aggressive as they are. Man, that is so true. It's, exa- it's ridiculous. I can't believe that this is. They could have started this on. back at the Afghan withdrawal. Yep. You know, is really when this should have begun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's talk election yeah. fraud. The FBI received tips regarding election fraud back in 2020 and didn't investigate. Now the DOJ is targeting anyone that discussed or tried investigating election fraud. If the DOJ is looking to add additional election deniers to their list, I've got some referrals. This was really good. We're going to play just a short piece of this, and then we're going to put it in the notes, the full thing. And then also David has another one uh, that we're going to put in the notes it's, as it's well. A, it's a it's a 10-minute montage highlight of Democrats denying yeah. Uh, election integrity so, uh, from 2016. So Let's play this real quick. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Our researchers have repeatedly de- demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tempering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates 
Cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines right, which are vulnerable to being hacked. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch. Wow, that was pretty so, good. So, so here's the deal. For the first time in, in, in U.S. history, over half of the ballots cast were not in person, were not verified ID. They were they were non-present, mm-hmm. you know, mailed in ballots. Um, but we're still all supposed to say, and it's according to YouTube regulations, and that's one reason why we're no longer present at their party, Every time you mention the election, you have to say 2020 was the most secure and safest election in U.S. history. So mm-hmm. at the same moment, they want to say all those statements they just did there. And they want to say, you know what? We also, we we upped it to over 50% of all the votes came in by mail and other, other premise with no uh, no ID or anything attached to it. And, and we want to say that was the safest one ever. So they said those things, lowered the security. That'd be like saying, hey, we're going to eliminate credit card fraud, and here's how we're going to do it. Um, you no longer have to have the card present with you when you use it. Um, you can do it over the phone, and you don't have to even offer, uh, when you buy gas or anything, you don't have to put in the zip code. Right. Let's get rid of all of that stuff. You can just walk in the store and say, hey, my name's Chuck, and uh, I'd like to pay for these clothes with my credit card. Okay, we'll put it on Chuck's account. That's that, that, Then that's going to make it more secure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they know it's not. And that's, that's, that's what they're hoping. I mean, they don't, they don't want to make it secure because then they can't steal elections. I mean, let's be honest, right? We all sat there and we watched 2020. Uh, Joe Biden didn't even have to campaign. He knew he was going to win. Uh, they had it in the bag and we can't even talk about it without being sued potentially by Dominion or Swarm Maddox anymore. Um, and, and they're going to sue you into submission at this point. I mean, Fox mm-hmm. had was literally the judge gave Fox nowhere to go with their Dominion lawsuit. Um, and, and they they had to. I mean, they literally tried to use a defense, which is standard in the news industry when you're being sued for something like this, where you just say it was a newsworthy story. I covered a press conference, which was being held and it was newsworthy. And so we didn't have time to vet it in real time. And they wouldn't, the judge wouldn't let that into the courtroom. And so that's why they were forced to settle for 700 million plus dollars. It's crazy. But here's the thing, right? So we could sit here and say that it was the safest, most secure election ever. But I have spoken with people directly over at the FBI who told me that they weren't even allowed to investigate election fraud tips. So they were receiving tips, but they were not allowed to investigate it. And if they asked to investigate it, they were immediately terminated. And we know that this happened at the Bureau because I've spoken with people who were terminated because of this, right? So -hmm. we know all of this going into it. So you can't say 100% that this was the safest election ever because you didn't want to go after any of these accusations of fraud. Right. Um, this doesn't happen in a democracy. This happens when uh, elections are being selected. And mm-hmm. that's where we are today. And I mean, Democrats used to agree with us. Voting machines were something that we needed to flush out of our systems and get rid of them. Uh, mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, they're all advocates for it. It's because they're on the other side of the manipulation. That is huge. And I think, you know, people, a lot of people are looking at, oh, let's just look at 2024. But man, we got to take care of 2020. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's still out there, you know, it, I say on the show all the time. This says, this says Trump 2020. Mm-hmm. I could, I don't, I don't only, I don't have a 24 band. Um, because I think, I think we all need to look at that. Cause here's the thing. I don't care who wins. Let's say, say they, you know, keep going. No, one's going to walk away from the 24 election being like, you know, we got a chance to, we were heard. Mm-hmm. The people were heard. That's who the people selected. We're going to just chill for four years mm-hmm. and just, you know, let this, the left's not going to do that. If Trump wins. We're probably not going to do that if if 
you know, they pump Joe Biden full of formaldehyde or whatever enough to keep him propped up for another four years or or at least get over that election mm-hmm. day. Um, no one's going to walk away feeling like, yeah, you know what? That 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 is what we're talking about. That 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 we we got a chance to blow off our steam and to release the pressure and and the people were hurt. No right. one's going to say that. No, no one is. But I mean, listen, like we get sit here and talk about it a lot. I just want to discourage people from going out and voting because once you do that, you kind of you let them win, um, mm-hmm. and they, then they no longer have to commit the fraud. Um, so I'm all for in day voting, day of voting, sorry, uh, voting in person and, and trying to push back that way. But also, you know, um, on, on Emerald show, we had the chairman of the Florida Republican party and, um, we asked him like, where's the demand to get rid of the voting machines in Florida? And I really haven't heard, uh, people here demanding it, but he's like, this is what needs to happen. The people in this state need to go and demand it with their legislators. And I think everyone, no matter what state you're in, you need to demand yeah. that your legislators mm-hmm. get rid of the machines. Um, the only ones who are going to say no to that or are going to ignore you are the ones who probably got in the wrong way. And so mm-hmm. you have to push back and you have to demand it and make some type of grassroots effort to do so. Um, it's discouraging when we sit here and we still talk about it. But like you guys said, 2020 hasn't been resolved yet. Mm-hmm. And we see them arresting people who question the elections um, or wanted to investigate them. Um, it's it's intimidation when an attorneys who are just fighting to reveal the fraud that was going on on the local levels yeah. um, are the ones who are being named as co-conspirators. We've got a problem. Um, mm-hmm. They were just doing what was best for their client at the time. Right. And all of this is meant to intimidate people from uh, ever receiving legal counsel in a case like this. Mm-hmm. So if you're running for a local office and you believe election fraud happened for you, you're not going to be able to find an attorney who's going to want to defend you because let's take a look at Michigan. Michigan is arresting the, the attorney general of Michigan went after her opponent because he was talking about election fraud. So he mm-hmm. lost his election sure. according to them. And now they're going after him. Uh, Matthew DiPerno, I believe is his name, and they're going after him. They're going to they're gonna try to lock him up. So it's quite concerning what we have to push back on this. We do. You're We're exactly going to keep talking right. about it. We're not going away. Nope. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for you everything you're doing best. on Twitter. We really appreciate it. <laughs> David and Stacey, always a pleasure. Thank you. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. 
When I invented my pill, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.